Hello and welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast with your hosts Kevin, Chris, and Gavril, myself, where we will be focusing on tips for the aspiring World of Warcraft player. Each week we'll be talking about what we've particularly been doing in-game, highlights from the news, and everything across the world of Azeroth, and a focus on a weekly challenge to help you improve as a player in the World of Warcraft. This week's particular challenge is going to be preparing for content patches. And with that, let's go ahead and jump right in. Gentlemen, how are we doing this week? I am doing absolutely fantastic. It is wonderful to hear everybody once again. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and just kind of jump right into what we've been doing. Mr. Kevin, what uh, what did your week look like? Uh, well, I did a bunch of things in the world of Warcraft, actually. Um, since I haven't played for a while, it was kind of hard to get back into the game. I found myself kind of going into some heroes because it's something you can jump in and jump out of. But I did spend two nights this week raiding, um, went into Nighthold for the first time, like a lot of people this week. Um, we got through four of the bosses, which was pretty cool. Um, and I did some emissaries, did a bit more of my Suramar quest chain, and I'm learning Shadow. Uh, you know, since you guys have been shadow shaming me on the show, I figured I'd jump into that and start learning my off spec. So I dumped a bunch of AP into my shadow weapon and I'm at like 33 right now. So I'm almost maxed out on my shadow weapon. Um, and just learning how to play that with the new rotation since the uh, changes that were made in 715. Hey, that's great to hear. I love to hear you kind of branching out a little bit, um, getting outside of your comfort zone and just sort of learning something new. Um, Chris, what was your week like, Bubba? Night hold. Nighthold! Always Nighthold! So we did our first raid night on Nighthold on Thursday. We cleared the first five bosses. Uh, The first three were like piss easy, which was kind of sad, but they were fun fights. They were very fun encounters. They were just very simplistic encounters. (laughs) Then we hit our brick wall, which took us like four or five times to kill down the... Oh, what the hell's our name? Uh, Augur? Star Augur? Yeah, Yeah. Then we went to Kronos. Is that the okay. one that you got saw on the Broken Shore? Krosis. 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 We we one shot him. Um, did y'all have any? Did y'all have any fun with the uh, the bridge mechanic? We d- okay, no, sorry, yeah, we two shot him because all of our <laughs> melee died. I had a feeling that might have been we the situation. We two shot him because all. <laughs> died. I was I, I was tanking it, my demon hunter, and it was me and. <clears throat> Beal, our druid tank, and we had like four melee. I think it was a 20 man raid. We had like four melee. And I was the only one that survived because I double jumped and that was enough to save me. Everyone else <laughs> died. All the other melee died. Yeah, I've been hearing lots of really fun stories of people just kind of going in there blind without reading the dungeon journal or anything else. And then it's just like, oh shit, everybody's dead. Well, way to go. Wipe it well, up. We didn't go in blind. We knew what we were doing. We just fucking forgot about the third one. Like, we we soaked the first two, and then, boom, the platform's gone. I was just lucky I double-jumped at the time. <laughs> so, we, uh, we had a similar experience in there, and our tanks knew that it was coming, and they started running back, but they didn't run fast enough, and everyone just kind of, boop, dropped into the water. Oh, that... That is absolutely hilarious. It's I'm a really sorry. fun fight, though. It's probably the the, yeah. uh, the five I've done. It's my favorite so far. 
I, I, I've heard a lot of people saying similar things. That and Tychondrius are really kind of like fun and interesting fights. Um, I haven't done Tychondrius yet. We're trying him on Monday, and I'm so excited for him. He's he's supposed to be like the second gate after, uh, what's it, uh, Trillix. Okay, well, Trillix was easier. Well, Trillix is, it, Trillix is an easy fight as long as you've got the mechanics figured out. It's just if you screw up the mechanics in any way, you're fucked. Yeah, you screw up the whole raid. Um, anything else interesting pop up this last week for you, Chris? Uh, we did Karazhan last night. Uh, two people had never done it before. One of them had never even done the original Karazhan before. So oh, that, that was poor a lot thing. of fun. <laughs> it was fun. I, I really, I genuinely love the new Karazhan. It's a lot of fun. It's 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 a really good testament to the original, but it's new. And unique at the same time. Well, I'm very impressed that they were able to do that with Karazhan. I, I yes, uh, the new Karazhan has been nothing but a love letter to you know Burning Crusade, and I've been absolutely thrilled with it myself. Um, <laughs> anything else last, new come up? Last thing is that I finally got both my weapons to 35, and my Vengeance weapon is now stacked up to 38. Hey, way oh, to go! Congrats. Way to so, go, uh, yeah. and we there's there's some really interesting stuff about uh, artifacts that we're going to talk about a little bit later today. Um, but uh, for me, um, I, it's been kind of a calm week for the most part. Um, I finished working on, I finished putting together my new computer because my last one was committing suicide at random points, uh, particularly in raids and five man content. Uh, so I'm really pleased with that. Um, and heroes, don't forget about heroes. Oh yeah, heroes. Every five seconds, disconnecting from heroes. Um, Plus lever I, queue. <laughs> yes, dropping everybody into lever queue was hilarious because it's of course four, like three or four of us, and all of a sudden we're in lever queue with just the worst players I've ever played with in a lot of cases. Um, oh, sorry. Can I interrupt? Quick? I did do one other thing. I tr I played Valera on the PTR. How was that, oh. by the way? She is literally a mirror image of a wild rogue okay literally okay. a mirror image it is so like the same way how samura was just a blade master from warcraft 3 and how varian is literally a mirror image of a pro arms and fury warrior yeah yeah okay they're, so i they're, they're doing some really interesting stuff with that they're uh you know kind of branching out to some of the other games and I, i'm liking what i'm seeing so far She's she's a lot of fun. I got the Demon Hunter. I bought the bundle in the PTR. Of course I bought the bundle in the PTR. Of course you did. <laughs> well, I, I'm a Demon Hunter. How can I not? That skin is gorgeous. So I, I did know. that. She's, she's stupid levels of fun. She's very bursty. She's very... she ha Because her Vanish is usable in combat and it's an 8 second cooldown, it's... It, she's got so much escape and it's, she's a lot of fun. I think she's going to be a dominant force in the Nexus. Well, that's that's really interesting to hear. It's uh, we obviously all have a lot of really strong opinions about Hots, so probably at one at some point down the line, you know, we'll probably do a show about that and just kind of dig into all the fun little bits and pieces that we don't normally get to dig into when we're talking about WoW. Um, not a whole lot more for me. Um, I did uh, a hilarious Emerald Nightmare Pug yesterday, um, which was. I was talking to Kevin through part of it. It, it was it was it was just bad. It it was just it was pretty fun just, to listen to. It was just terrible. But I mean, we we did four bosses and like 
it, it was a learning raid, so most of the people in there had no idea what the hell they were doing. The other tank had only ever done LFR, so he didn't understand how dragons worked and things like that. So it was it was actually really fun. I actually had quite a bit of fun with it. I did get I did get salty. I did get a little tilted. I did rage quit. I did rage quit at one point uh, on uh, Ren Farrell. Uh, because nobody understood how the mechanics worked on that fight, even though I spent 15 minutes explaining them. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. I had to, did a lot of interesting stuff. Um, Here's the thing, I think you'll agree. The raids so far in Legion, I have zero complaints about them. From, yeah, from like a player standpoint, just looking at it as a player, as somebody who's done like the hardcore rating thing before. Um, yeah, they're they're really interesting. I mean, Emerald Nightmare, not really all that difficult, but it was a great entry-level raid. Yeah, like it wasn't Mogoshan Vaults where the first thing you saw was a council. Yeah, first thing you do is a council <laughs> fight with a with a ton of movement, and you know there's there's 16 different mechanics to juggle on it. No, it's like you go straight in, and your first boss is Nithendra. Don't stand in the bad and drop the bad in good places. That's yeah. it. That's it. And don't stand in front of her. Do you think Dragon ever, 101? Do you ever, do you think they're ever going to do scaling raids like Time Walkers? They yes, said at some that they're going to do Time Walkers at the last Q and A. They said they're going to do Time Walker raids at some point. It will happen. It, but that is that is of course a Blizzard trademark soon, so we never know when that's going to be. Um, so we'll go ahead and throw ourselves right into our main topic for the week, which is going to be preparing for content patches. We're going to go over a little bit of the information from some of the stuff over the last week for 7.1.5, and we're going to really dig deep into 7.2, which uh, miraculously somehow appeared on the PTR uh way ahead of what anybody was expecting well those um, are keeping up with what they're saying they said the second the ptr goes down a week later it'll be back up so they're sticking to it and that's fantastic uh like this is very much sort of a year of content kind of thing coming out of blizzard and i'm nothing but pleased so far uh we had we've we faced some pretty severe content droughts in the last couple of expansions uh starting with uh Wrath, really. I, I feel like we had a little bit of content. I would say even Burning threat. Crusade, there was that content drought between the two. Yeah, but you had a different rating system back then. How raids worked, you know, there was the attunement. So you were constantly having to go back and recycle through old content. So it felt like there was more to do, in my opinion. Just because. If you weren't raiding, you weren't doing much. <clears throat> that was the problem. Yeah, and I'll give you that much. I, I'll give you that. There really wasn't a whole lot to do outside of raiding wrath kind of really sort of introduced a lot of the things we know and love these days uh mostly in the form yeah, of badge grinding content. mostly uh, in the form of badge grinding i miss badge grinding i'm not gonna I, lie i kind of miss it i i don't we're gonna go ahead and jump straight in before you <laughs> and i jump into an argument about badge grinding um so i know uh Kevin wanted to talk a little bit about some of the hot fixes we've seen, or at least uh, just mention that some of the classes have seen some hot fixes. So, uh, yeah, what, what yeah, you got for us? And even before we get into that, I wanted to mention that uh, you know there were some mentions to the updating your legendaries or upgrading your legendaries that occurred, and people. This has kind of been confusing for people, and I just wanted to reclarify this. Um, there is a quest in Dalaran. It's in the blacksmith. I actually collected it. Uh, this time myself. So you go to the blacksmith, you get a quest, you have to collect some essences or something. These the come essence from... of Amon Thule. There mm -hmm. you go. The essence of Amaful, is that what you said? 
I'm on full. Okay. <laughs> so the leader uh, of the high be... pantheon, Kevin. <laughs> these can be collected from Nighthold raid bosses, weekly mythic keystone caches, emissary bags, and uh, the PvP weekly quests. So you have to collect, I think, what fifty of these? Yes. Yes. Fifty. Fifty so, for one legendary. And then. <clears throat> you can upgrade your legendary and then repeat the quest for other legendaries that you have in your bag. So uh, that is available and out there for you to do. And I'll mention, I've actually gotten one out of each and every MS done since I picked up the yeah. quest. So it's it, essentially it's... like a 99% drop rate. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I believe it's the same for the PVP weekly quests. Uh, the mythic keystone cash gives a ton of them. Supposedly it's I haven't seen every time. Yeah. 15. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, why don't you dive straight into it, Mr. Kevin? All right. So we had a long discussion about should we go into hot fixes uh, during the show. I at least wanted to mention some of these since there were three hot fixes um, after a major content patch, the seven one point five patch that dropped. So um, go read uh, MMO Champion or go read the forums to get more information about this. But um, the major change that people have been talking about is the talent tome cost reduction if you want to respec your talents during a fight. Um, a lot of people have been using that, especially in the new uh, Nighthold raid, um, to try out different talents on different bosses during progression. So uh, they're now cheaper to create. Um, the following classes receive some changes. Uh, Demon Hunter, Mage, Death Knight, Druid, Hunter, Mage, Monk. Paladin, Priest, Rogue, Shaman, Warrior, Warlock. So, so every single class. Essentially yeah. every single class got a hot fix. Yep. So, you know, sometimes they're going through a little bit of tuning after the major content patch, and they've tweaked some things up, tweaked some things down, tweaked some things back again. So uh, we'll put links in the show notes to read how your particular class changed if I named one of those uh, in the list there. There were some changes to legendary items and some general item tweaks, some PvP changes. Then there's a bunch of classes that were changed for that. Um, they're doing defect fixes on Brawler's Guild, which was just released. And um, notifications were now added to the Android app, which is really cool because um, I'm currently using the Android app. And it sucks to not know when something gets completed if and having to check back on like a 12-hour or 6-hour long uh, quest. Uh, Gabriel, are you going to be using that now? Oh, I already use it really heavily. Um, I, I that's the only reason I've kept up with like you and Chris on uh, my artifact power is because I've I've got that running when I'm at work and I check it, you know, every couple of hours. So um, it I actually is... have notifications turned off. They pop up too often when you have twelve characters running stuff. Yeah, see, with me, it's one character running things, so it's perfectly fine. I just get a notification every between every two and ten hours. I get a notification. Yeah, well, I like leveling. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you like leveling a little bit too much. Um, was there anything else to go over with the hot fixes we saw? No, that's it. <laughs> okay. Um, Chris, uh, did you want to go ahead and inform our lovely, fantastic listeners about our events that are going on this week? Okay, so we have. The two world events going on, and then we have the world bosses available this week. <laughs> the first off is one of the newly added micro holidays, uh, Call of the Scarab. For people who were playing all the way back in vanilla, you may remember the opening of the Gates of Ankaraj. 
well, uh, what was it, like 11 years ago? Today, uh, Something to that nature. 11 years ago on Monday, the gates opened on the first server. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is essentially Blizzard's way of celebrating that historical event for the community. Uh, you can go to Celethys between the 21st and the 23rd. It's a very small holiday. Uh, and participate in events that are there to build up your faction pride, to allow your faction's banners to be uh, risen all through Celethys for the rest of the year. So the, the faction that participates the most in the event, and bear in mind this is region-wide, so it'll be uh, all of Europe, all of America, all of Korea, all of whatever region you're in, uh, and the more, the more that say the horde get it. If the horde participate more, the horde's banner will be risen in that region for the rest of the year until the next event. That is awesome. I know we talked about that a little heavily uh, either the last show or the show before. So uh, it's really nice to see. This was the event that I was waiting the most for personally. I'm look. I'm waiting for. Uh, I'm waiting for a guard day. What's it, what was it? Um... Volunteer guard day. Volunteer guard day. Yeah, I'm waiting for that. Sounds great. <laughs> so what you're is a strange this micro holiday about? Because I was not playing back then, and it so, sounds weird. Encourage is one of the. It's, it, was... it, it is the biggest event in World of Warcraft history. The opening yep. of the gates of Encourage. So a little bit of back background for Encourage. It is the prison for Cthun, one of the old gods. Um, and essentially, the night elves opened it up a couple hundred years ago. It's he's back, and he wanted to kill us all uh, eleven years ago. We fought his we fought we fought his minions outside. We gathered items. We rallied troops, and we opened those gates. And the twenty man and the forty man version of the raids were available to which would be ruins and temple, um, temple. ruins of Ankaraj and temple of Ankaraj. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe Cthun was in temple and the forty man. Yes, <clears throat> that's correct. Uh, if I remember correctly. So this was supposed to be this giant server-wide event that, let's be quite honest, went completely tits up. Yes, it was. Servers were breaking. Servers were breaking. Boats from Booty Bay were taking you all the way up to South Shore and just dropping you in the middle of the zone. Um, uh, the infamous, the infamous ghost ships. Love them. Yes, <laughs> I miss them. I miss the ghost ships. Um, there was boats that w- you would just. As they would zone, you would just drop into the sea. Uh, the entire game. Stone Talon Mountains. Broken. Stone Talon Mountains. Mm, yes. There was uh, the boat from Minithal would drop you into a phantom boat inside of the Stone Talon Mountains in underneath the mountain. Yep. And you, could, you had to Hearthstone out. And yep. bear in mind, your Hearthstone was an error cooldown back then. Yep. <laughs> so it's 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 just blizzard's way of you know throwing us back a little bit and giving some of those players that have been with us for a long time just a little bit of a bone uh and i love it it's it's fantastic it's a great little event i am actually going to do a little bit more of that today i haven't uh, touched it yet and i won't be able to until tomorrow so so um what else is going on this week in the world of warcraft it is my favorite weekly event, or one of my favorite weekly events. It's a time-walking event. We get to go back and experience experience the amazing dungeons that were Wrath of the Lich King. 
these dungeons include Pit of Sauron, uh, Ankahet, uh, Ugar Pinnacle. What else do we have? We get... What's the one in... Is it Gundrak? Is that what the dungeon was called? I or think was it's it? Zuldrak. Zuldrak? Zuldrak's available. There's, no, it is Gundrak. Of, it is Gundrak. Gundrak. Right. I thought it was. These are some of the best dungeons Blizzard have ever done. I love these dungeons. I always have. I always will. That's a bit biased, so if you don't like them, you're, you're entitled to your opinion, but those are, these are some of my favorites. Okay. Uh, so, with this Time Walker event, with the release of Nighthold, the quest is available in Dalaran. You can pick it up, and once completing five Time Walkers, you can actually get a Nighthold quality item from the chest there. And you'll also get one of the uh, tokens for an extra roll as well. Seal of Fate, uh, which is a great way to... Uh, and uh, just mind, don't have six Seals of Fate when you turn the quest in. No, because then you get zero from it. Yeah, so always make sure if you are completing your Time Walker quest and you've already done, you've already bought your seals from the week from your order hall and from, uh, what's his name, Timir, um, mm -hmm. make sure you have an extra spot available out of your cap. It does not exceed the cap. Nope. That's a big one. Um, and uh, Kevin, I heard we've got some uh, world bosses up this week. Kevin's yeah. dead. So I'll, Kevin's I'll tell really Go ahead. I'll talk tell about the world bosses. So, so we've got two world bosses up this week. We've got uh, Humongous, which is available in... It's not Azuna. It's Valshara. It's, Valshara, it's off, just uh, off the coast on the little island near Brad, Bradensbrook. So that's going to be uh, the Gloaming Shore, the Gloaming Reef, correct? Gloaming, yes. Um, and that's, and uh, then, that's Mage on a Stick, right? That Mage one is on, Mage on a Stick? Mage on a Stick? Mm-hmm. Never heard that. Uh, is, is, Humongous is the one that uh, has the mage and he casts spells and he just kind of throws them around, right? Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, so it's mage on a stick. Is that what, is that what people call him? That's what I call him, and I've, I've heard other people call him. I love before. that. Okay. The other one is, I'm butchering this name, Anna Moose. Sounds about right to me. Is that what now, um, That sounds right. Anamuz is right to me. Um, now, this is a second world boss available. Yes. Um, is that get, right? We've only had this a couple times. No, it's not very often. We've only had this a couple times. But there's actually three world bosses available. Oh, yes. Uh, the Nighthold one also, correct? Yes. But Anamuz yes. is available in Suramar and the... What's that demon area? Belsol Hold. Belsol Hold. And then there's the Night world boss which is a throwback to the icc days when we had those quests uh, quests available every week rotating to kill from, an extra uh, landlock from no that was actually landlock yeah that was landlock that did that icc one. that did that yeah well yeah, archmage landlock gave you the quest for it yeah um, um so it's a little throwback to you know epic stuff showing up randomly in the raids uh the boss is just in front of Triliax. It's the... I can't remember his name off the top of my head because it's not written down. Thromus or Throngus or something like that. Throngus, something like that. But essentially, he blocks the door to Triliax. You kill him, he does a lot of damage, so definitely make sure your healers are ready for him. He does a crap ton of damage, but he's very easy to kill, and he gives you a thousand uh, order hall resources, so... 
Does, does he have a drop table also, or is it uh, just Nothing the order resources? Dropped. I think it's just the order hall resources. But if you're going into the Nighthold, he has part of the trash, so you'll have to kill him anyway. So it's just okay. a little bump on it, order hall resources. So just as also a quick aside, if you've been keeping up with your world bosses, Anamuas is the only world boss we have not seen. So if yep. you're going for that uh, big, uh, the world boss achievement, if you to kill Anamuas this week. Hmm? To get the customization on your artifact. Correct. So if you're going for that this week, Anamuz uh, appears for the first time. So you will be able to complete your uh, your achievement on that one. So that's absolutely Just fantastic. Clarify, there are a lot of people who are reporting that it is bugged and not working. So once they get the achievement, they're not actually getting the, uh, the appearance. So keep an eye out for that. Now, that's the hidden appearance, correct? It's not a hidden appearance. It is one of the basic appearances. Okay. All right, so uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, jump just a shade forward. Uh, uh, we're going to talk just a quick bit uh, about uh, some of the patch notes we've seen, and then we're going to jump into the PTR. Kevin, I know uh, the the PTR hotfixes and the patch notes have been something that you've been really digging today, so why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit about that? <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, there was a blue post on 119 about the max eye level for Warforge and Titanforge, which will be increased to... 925 um, and they're also increasing the cap for doing mythic keystone dungeons uh, you'll now be able to do up to uh, level 15 to get a weekly reward that will be more than um, what you could normally do maxing out at 12 um, yay so i can actually get rewards now yeah mm -hmm. you can get up to 15 so there was a little bit of controversy and it's still not quite known what it's going to scale up to um, but Gav and I were theorizing that it could scale up to 880 or 885 for completing a level 15 for the week. Um, from... I'll let you know once I complete one. There you okay, go. Okay, that'll work. And now remember <laughs> that's uh, now for that mythic cap increase that will be on next Tuesday's reset, this coming Tuesday's reset. Yep, starting so. Tuesday. Mm hmm. All right. All right. Um, so we're going to jump right into the meat of this. And this is going to be the big, big chunk that we're going to be talking about, which is going to be 7.2 on PTR. Hooray. Yay. Woo. Woo. All right. So we have not even had Mythic Nighthold released yet. Mythic Nighthold will be releasing shortly, but we don't even have Mythic Nighthold out right now. We have already got patch 7.2 on the PTR. That is going to be tier 20. That is our next raid, which is, of course, the Tomb of Sargeras. Um, that's huge. I mean, can I, this can is... I just say how fucking crazy is it that we're at tier 20? I it's insane. <laughs> it is absolutely it is absolutely insane. Um, I did not assume that I would ever see tier 20 uh, and still play WoW. But uh, here we are. We're at tier 20. Um, so this is going to be tier 20. It is going to be the Tomb of Sargeras, which is going to be the new nine boss raid that will be coming out uh, at some indeterminate period of time. Very likely within the next four months. That's my guess. Three to four months, somewhere in there. Not positive, but that's... I'm, I'm uh, going to say we're going to get two months, two and a half months of PTR testing, down for a month, and then it'll get released. So yeah, my guess is three to four months, give or take, which just sounds about what Chris is saying also. So that's going to be great. So we're going to be seeing Tumo Sargeras, which is the tier 20 raid. We're also going to be seeing a new five-man. Um, it has been a while since we got five-mans out of a patch. Um, they seem to be doing this a lot more often now. Uh, but we're going to be getting a new five-man. It is going to be called Cathedral of the Eternal Night. Um, that is going to be taking us up 
the spire of the tomb of Sargeras, which is the uh, which was the temple of Alun, the original uh, temple of Alun. Pre-sundering, it was the original temple of Alun. Uh, we're going to be going up there. We're going to be doing t- uh, Cathedral of the Eternal Night. It's going to be a four-boss dungeon. It's also going to be all four difficulties. So it will be a normal, heroic, mythic, and mythic plus dungeon. Uh, we'll also be opening the way into it with the Aegis of Agrimar, so that of course means that uh, you know you'll have to have completed the basic chunk of your Order Hall quest uh, to gather the first of the pillars. Uh, so that will be opening up there. Um, we're also going to be seeing some really, really interesting changes, uh, particularly in our Order Hall campaign. We're going to be getting at least one new section of our Order Hall campaign. That is going to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, Chris, I know there's going to be some rewards tied to the new Order Hall campaign. Can you give me any idea about that? Not a clue. Not a clue. Kevin, <laughs> I think you might know about some of those new rewards. What, what, do, you, what do you know? Um, I forget. I don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, so the new order, I, I guess I was trying to be generous. I was trying to give y'all to speak, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about it. So the new Horror Hall campaign is going to be tied in pretty intimately with some of the new campaigns and some of the new items we'll be obtaining in 7.2. Um, We're going to be all receiving a class hall mount. That is going, that's going to be an order hall mount. It's going to be tied to our order hall campaign, if I remember correctly. Uh, We'll also be receiving a new artifact appearance that will be tied to the order hall campaign. Uh, It's going to be primarily a solo. Uh, solo campaign, so it's going to be very much like uh, our initial artifact gain. Uh, the Warlock Green Fire Quest, think of that. War- Warlock Green Fire Quest, Benediction and Anthema back in vanilla, things like that. Um, so that's going to be really, really interesting. There's going to be a new chunk of Order Hall campaign. It's not, from what I've seen, it's not revolving around Illidan this time, so Xeras can go eat one. Uh, I'm quite happy with that. Uh, that goddamn talking wind chime can go to hell um that's a naro you're speaking about have some goddamn respect yeah it is a talking wind chime it can go to hell So, uh, Kevin, I know you were kind of hype about uh, the next point I was going to go over, which is going to be the Legion Assaults. Uh, Did you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, So Legion Assaults are going to be very much like the event that we got pre-Legion, where the entire zone was under attack from the Legion. Um, This is going to knock out world quests in that area and have some specific world quests that you have to complete to kind of clear the Legion Assault from the zone. Um, And after you do that, you will have to complete a three-person scenario um, that's either going to be in a boat or an airship. And once you do that, I guess the uh, zone will be cleared. So um, that's one of the things that's currently on the PTR. So if you wanted to check that out, you could actually download and install the PTR and see what they're all about. So we're going to get replacement world quests for that uh, relating to the Legion invasion. What about the emissary? What about my emissary for that zone? Uh, what if it's my uh, my Ferrandis emissary and it's in Azuna? What happens? I'm not sure. From it, what I remember at BlizzCon, it counts. What you do counts as world quests. Mm-hmm. So I, when you actually do the Legion Assault, it'll count towards your emissary. Yes. All right. Awesome. That is good to hear. Uh, I, I hate the thought of just having to do something new completely and then redo all of my emissaries also all over. Um, so uh, let's see um, some of the other really interesting stuff. Uh, like with the Allegiant Assaults, it's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. Um, 
I can't wait personally, uh, just if nothing else, for something to break up some of the monotony of going through some of those zones for particular reasons. Um, one that's near and dear to my heart on the 7.2 PTR is going to be transmog tracking. Uh, it will give you the option to track any sort of uh, transmogable items that drop out of raids, PvP seasons, things like that. Um, I have lots of little stuff that I keep track of. I have a lot of add-ons that help me keep track of my transmog because I'm a fashion whore. Um, so it, it's a big deal. It's for those of us that really like to look our best at all times or just look nostalgic as hell. So um, just to clarify that, does that mean that my priest who has the sanctification set from Ulduar, all I have to do is just click the sanctification set and it's all there? Because I already have it all. Uh, as far as I can tell, yeah, it's going to allow you to just go ahead and put the whole set on, or at very least to just track it. I there hasn't been a whole lot of information about this one, so I'm a little bit uh, I'm a little bit light on details for it. But I'm very uh, happy with that. It sounded, Chris was it seemed like it was going to help you complete the transmogs in a specific raid or a PvP season. So if you were going back and farming an old raid, you could actually tell if you got all the pieces from that dungeon or not. Mm, yeah. Cool. That's kind of the read I'm getting on it. Um, they are also implementing some new stuff uh, in terms of functionality and utility, quality of life changes. So it's very likely we're also going to see a system where you know uh, you can easily apply a whole transmog uh, from a particular season, uh, sort of like how the ensemble sets work, where you just equip the ensemble uh, within the transmog and it'll give you all the pieces for it real quick. Um, the other thing on that one is that we're also going to be seeing uh, transmog based on spec. Instead of having to apply it, uh, anytime you switch into the spec, it's going to switch into your transmog, which is fantastic. Mm. Um, next one I'd like to go over real quick is just uh, some of the like some of the little. There's a lot of really interesting profession stuff that's going to be coming up. Um, artifact power for those of us who grind, uh, who are grinding AP, artifact power drops off of archaeology now. That's makes complete freaking sense. Why they didn't do that in the beginning, I'll never know. Um, so I'm, I'm a big, like secondary profession kind of person. So that's, yeah. that's an interesting little thing to see for me. Um, uh, the Obliterum Forge for those of us who did not want to spend 35,000 gold buying the pieces to buying the bracers, uh, to unlock the Obliterum Forge rejoice. There is no longer a quest associated with the Obliterum Forge. It is just unlocked automatically for everybody. I believe it at 110. So uh, thank fuck. I, I would like my 35,000 gold refund back. I really would at this point. Um, I've got 200k. Who gives a damn about 35,000? Yeah, screw you. I have I have 260k. I don't care. I still want my refund. Right. We don't uh, have 12 players, Chris. Yeah. Um, no, the I'm other... Demon Hunter, I have 200k. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the other one is uh, the professions that the 815 recipes, which are the end game, you can't see my sarcastic air quotes on that, but uh, the 815 recipes, which are the end game recipes, will be actually scaling up to 830 uh, as a base crafted level. So uh, it's a nice little bump. Uh, we're also going to be seeing the cap for Obliterum change uh, a equivalently. So for Obliterum items, a, and a, what is it, 8.8, 8, I think, is eight uh, is the Obliterum upgrade level, I think. I believe so. Uh, so for an 8.8 8 item, uh, so for a 0.8, it'll start at 8.30, and for an 8.8 8 item that's been fully Obliterum updated, it will be actually be an 8.75. 
uh, which is nothing is to really see. Is good. that a retroactive change or not? As far as I can tell, it will will not be a retroactive. So change. will be on new items. Yes, it looks like it's just going to be on new items. Anything crafted after the patch. And you can probably upgrade current items that you have, Chris, to eight seventy five using a blitterum. Doesn't look like it. Uh, from what I can tell, it's just going to be purely on the newly crafted items. Blizzard has stated several times that they want you to be crafting items, and this is one of those ways to do it. That it would make no sense for them to just go ahead and go, oh well, you know, it's everything's retroactive. You know that perfect piece of, you know, uh, what is it, eight fifty? You rolled well, yeah, you can go and update that to eight seventy five. Completely negate all of the first two raids in the game. Don't worry about it. It'll be okay. I, I definitely don't see them doing that. I, I, I'm personally, I see them just doing it. Non-retroactively, it's just on new crafted items. The, Chris or Gav, the one thing I wanted to point out here is that you can upgrade them higher than you can get from World Quest, with, which I think was true previously. But the new World Quest uh, reward is going to scale up to 860, and you can craft up to 875 with upgrades. Yeah. So it's a but nice you also need to remember that. The you also need to remember that the Oblitterum uh, cap is 875, and it cannot Titan Forge. Mm -hmm. Correct. Sixty world quest gear can Titan Forge all the way up to what's the new cap? Nine twenty one, nine twenty five, nine twenty five, nine twenty five. So you're still better off doing world quests than you are doing crafted. But the crafted pieces are a great entry level way to get people yeah. in yeah. right completely. now. So, completely, completely. Um, it's going to make the new player experience a lot easier, uh, especially if you're raising alts up. Uh, it's going to make that a whole hell of a lot easier. Um, I know, Chris, you love to battleground so i know that there's going to be some little changes coming in some not little changes actually some pretty big ones coming into uh pvp so uh what's that about yeah. so for anyone who's familiar with heroes of the storm hearthstone overwatch you know that these games have something unique and similar within them it's the brawl mode world mm -hmm. of warcraft is taking that mode and slamming it front and center into, into World of Warcraft PvP. We're going to have stuff like uh, Winter Arathi Basin where you cannot really see much in front of you and it's all foggy and snowstorm and it's, it's a complete whiteout. So a significantly reduced vision. You're going to have 15-man arenas, 15v15 arenas. Uh, you're going to have Warsong Gulch, but you can cap the flag even if you don't own your flag. It's just weird and wacky rules that take the normal backgrounds and throw the normal rules out the window. So if these are anything like uh, the Brawls and Heroes and Overwatch, and even Hearthstone to an extent. Their Hearthstone ones are a lot more simplistic than the other two, but they're a lot of fun. If they're anything like these, these are going to be a lot of fun and just great new content for the PvP community. It's not hardcore, it's very casual, very jump in and just have some fun. Awesome. I love to hear new interesting things coming in, them trying to do something new. Um, and also, you know, it's something that they can really iterate on a lot faster than, say, adding a new battleground because it's all previously, it's all previous it's, assets. It's, it's reusing the old content with completely new designs. That's great. Which is fantastic. So that's definitely something we can possibly see coming through a lot more often as opposed to, you know, we get a new battleground like every expansion ish i actually we didn't actually get a new battleground this expansion did we no we uh, we got two new uh, two new arenas 
We got two new arenas, yeah. So we haven't actually and seen any battlegrounds. Technically, we got we've got four new arenas because two of them got a complete facelift, and they they barely play the same as what they used to. Okay, okay, yeah. So we got a lot of arenas. I don't play arena though, so it doesn't matter a damn bit to me. So uh, I, I like to see battlegrounds. I like to see you know the casual PvP side of things you know get a little bit of an increase. So that's that's great. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's them delivering on the content they keep talking about. Um, so Kevin, I heard there's some changes coming into artifacts. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of artifact changes uh, with 7.2. You're going to get a new gold trait which you have to unlock via quest. So that should be fun. Um, and I think it's going to be utility-based and have three levels uh, from what I read. Um, all of the three-point traits that you currently have in your skill trees for your artifact weapon will now get a fourth point, and this will total 15 points. Um, and as we mentioned previously, a new appearance for that kind of focuses on solo player skills uh, so you should be able to get that even if you don't perform some of the raiding and uh, dungeon quests that are out there to get artifact uh, appearances. So they're not going to cock block me like the hidden artifact appearance? Yes, because you're a filthy casual and you can't do raiding. Yeah, yeah, hey, I am. I, I will stand by it. I got my vengeance one after two kills and I was happy. Oh, uh, so sorry. No, not the hidden. The third artifact appearance. They're not going to cock block me like the Illidan quest chain and everything oh. with uh, all that. Uh, oh, hey, you have to go into normal uh, Emerald Nightmare. To by get the way, the, uh, did you ever get skin. your fishing related hidden artifact appearance? I did, yeah. The hidden artifact weapon? I've had mine since the first week. Oh, okay. I've got both mine on my demon hunter. Wait, what now? What, what, what? There's a hidden artifact appearance for the fishing pole? No, I thought that you w had to do some kind of a, a fishing the whole, the thing. The red paladin get... one has to fish. Yeah. Yeah, and then there is, of course, the, the hidden artifact, which is the fishing pole, which is the artifact fishing pole, which is ridiculous and it's entertaining and it's fun to get. And if you cook in the game, it is invaluable. I have it. I know. <laughs> I, I, I got mine, and then I remember telling a few jack wagons about it. So, uh, you're, 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 you're Murloc skeleton on a stick. So, yeah. <laughs> it is fantastic. So, you said that we're getting a new fourth point for all of our three point traits? That is correct. Okay. Okay. So, uh, any, is there going to be any changes to how this is? right now where you know i can cap off at a potential six traits if you know i was able to get all the correct uh, relics in yeah i think what we read was that you could get potentially up to eight because there's going to be new relics that buff two different um traits so is now that... are we, is it is it seven or eight because like if they go to four and we have three relics that give us a chance to get an extra trait uh that would be seven right i mean yes something that you had said that you saw was that we may be getting a fourth relic. is that it? it it might be a dummy trait they do that quite often uh because i know they had i think up to six already before or something like that the dummy traits out for six uh which is not obtainable right now uh with how the system currently works uh 
Hmm. ish uh it's all kind of a confusing thing i know the artifact trait stuff is really up in the air right now so it's definitely some information that we'll be able to pick up pretty shortly um so uh chris i know that there yes. are some yes. big 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 yes. ass changes coming into dungeons yes. so why don't you go ahead and dig straight into that just just get your hook your meaty claws into that and tell me all about it you know how much i love five man content <laughs> i so. know i know Dungeons. So it's not first on the list here, but it's the first one I'm going to talk about. So Karazhan. They are splitting Karazhan into two dungeons. You're going to have Karazhan upper level and Karazhan lower level. Uh, this will also be queuable for heroic. There will, no, there will be now be a heroic difficulty for Karazhan. And they are making Mythic Plus Karazhan available. So this is all return to Karazhan. This is not level 70. This is 110. It'll be split into two different dungeons, which will each have a separate keystone that you can get for Mythic Plus, and it's queuable as a, as a heroic dungeon. So when you said Mythic Plus, my anus clinched just a little bit. Don't blame um, me, I'm so excited for it. <laughs> uh, my anus clinched just a little bit, and uh, I, I'm pretty certain I kind of saved myself from pooping my pants just a little bit. Um, Karazhan, as it stands right now, is already a I cannot imagine Mana Devourer on, like, say, Mythic 10. Man of the Bear was a lot of fun. I did it last night. It was a lot of fun, even with new players. It, yeah, it's going to be difficult, but I love five-man content that is challenging. I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, you and me both. You and me both, brother. Um, I heard there was also some uh, other dungeons that are getting yes. uh, a pass on that. Courtis Stars and Arcway are not being left out. They're getting just as much love as Karazhan. They are also becoming queuable as heroic baseline uh, dungeons, so that'll give uh, Courtis Stars and Arcway both heroic uh, uh, Mythic and Mythic Plus available for those dungeons. So, very excited for those. I love Cor I love uh, Courtis Stars. Not a big fan of the Arcway. The place annoys the hell out of me, and that last boss is a bit of a dildo. Yeah. But I'm very excited to do Quarter Stars as a heroic. And, and, and so as a reminder to everybody, Quarter Stars and Arcway are the reputation locked dungeons for the Nightfallen Rep chain. Yes, which if you've unlocked the dungeons on one turn as of 7.1.5, you have them unlocked on every turn. So that's that's a wonderful little bit of information that, you know, it's always good to pass it along. Um, so I heard that there was also some overall tuning passes that are going to go through on uh, Heroic and Mythic. There are. So they're bumping up the difficulty and the rewards for Heroic and Mythic Plus dungeons. Mythic's going to stay about the same level, but the other ones are getting just bumped up. So they're increasing the entry requirement for Heroic Dungeons to 825 through the Looking for Group system. So it was uh, 815 originally, 810, 810. something like that? 810, 810 okay. originally. They're bumping it up to 825. Uh, so with that being a 59 level upgrade, we can relatively assume that there's going to be an eight, a 59 level upgrade from the rewards for Heroic. Yeah, that's uh, that's so, that's in line with what I've been hearing. On. So we would probably say it'd be 845 that we uh, Heroics will be dropping, which is it's a great catch up mechanic if we, especially with the progression, the the profession gear updates. Yeah, so it's going to be a lot easier for you to gear up your alt, or if you're a new player or a returning player, it's going to be a lot easier for you to like transition. Oh, hey, you know, I want to go. I heard, I heard those guys over on Azeroth Coast to Coast saying that Emerald Nightmare was a good, really nice, fun entry level raid. I want to go do that. Let me get a group together. It's a great way to jump in on that and you know just yeah. get caught up. 
And the thing is, it's not only that, it's just it's keeping these dungeons relevant throughout the course of the expansion. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. doing what they did with Cataclysm and Wrath, and then the new dungeon comes out, and then that's all you run. Yep. It's keeping yeah. the older dungeons relevant. It's keeping them as a good stepping stone into harder content. And with the upgrades to Mythic Plus, with the tuning difficulty going up, it's keeping those even more relevant as your eye level increases, as your number of legendaries increase. So it's it's nice to see Blizzard looking at these dungeons and saying, these dungeons have done very well this expansion. We need to keep them relevant. We need to keep them on the forefront of, of our progression system. And it's great to see them doing that. It, it is wonderful to see that five mans are relevant content. Once again, this is something that, you know, you and I have basically talked about within two or three minutes. Um, so beyond that, I'm going to jump into something near and dear to my heart, my, my, my filthy, filthy, casual heart. Uh, they also announced the pet battle dungeon, Yay! which is freaking awesome so it looks like it's going to be a solo scenario from what i've been able to tell uh which makes complete and utter sense um i really would not want to queue into this with four other jack wagons who have no idea what the hell they're doing um (laughs) as i normally don't know what the hell i'm doing as it is uh but it looks like it's gonna be a solo scenario uh from what i understand it's gonna be starting from briani uh in dalaran which is the pet vendor right outside of the flight point so uh, you exit the flight point and you hang right. It's like the first building right there. It's right next to the right next to May Francis, who sells the where you uh, buy the leashes. Where you buy the leashes and crap exactly. Uh, and everybody knows because everybody knows what the leashes are. Um, so it is going to require at least one level twenty five pet, which is super easy. Just yeah, just just go do it. It's fine. Um, if you did, if you played Warlords of Draenor. You have uh, like 40 Warp 25 pets by now. <laughs> you should have a bunch of level 25 pets, or you should have a bunch of pet battle trainer stones, or you should have a bunch of the tokens that you can trade for the trainer stones and things like that. So that's a really easy one. Um, so that was just a quick aside. I just want to mention that because that's near and dear to my heart. Um, Kevin, um, I heard there's some changes coming into rep soon. Yeah, there's going to be something called a Paragon system. So you can get rep over Exalted. And once you get that, you'll be able to get new rewards from uh, Broken Isle faction emissaries. Um, they didn't quite mention what those rewards are going to be, but I'm assuming that there's going to be, you know, new things that you can get as a result of having the extra rep. My um, my guess is it's probably going to be like a guaranteed eye level boost. That's my guess. The, the, the way I see this, this is a this is another bar for me to fill. <laughs> yep, it is yet another bar for you to fill, and that's fantastic. I've been capped on reps since before TOV came out. I think I got exalted with everything two weeks ago. Yeah, and I wasn't I, even trying to. I actually <laughs> grinded. I grinded really hard for the reps. So I mean, I I I know I beat both of you to Exalted, and I by did months. that, I think, I, by months. Yes, I'm pretty certain I did that right before TOV came out. So um, so it's it's basically, my guess, that again, my guess is that it's either a bonus chance for legendaries out of the cash, out of the emissary cash, or it's a guaranteed eye level increase to the items that drop out of the cash. The, the thing that bothers me is that they're using the word Paragon, and that makes me think about Diablo, and just you know, grinding you for sad. days and days and months for Paragon points, and I just kind of shudder at that fact. 
Well, well, everyone calls the class order holes garrisons, and I shudder every time I hear that. So you can deal with this. <laughs> I, 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 and the thing is, it's 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 a lot different than how D three works because you know in D three, you know, you you level and you get it. Like through this, the only real rep gains you get are going to be out of the, which you know this might actually make it relevant. Um, you know, doing the wither training scenario. Um, because right now you're just wasting all of your uh, rep when you finish it no, if you're already capped. That that's what I want to do in order to get the fox mount. I thought yeah, that was and I one mean, of the good ways to get the fox mount. It is like pretty much the only way besides going and finding the chests scattered across the, the land. Um yeah, I mean yeah for the fox mount. Yeah, I'm doing it for the fox mount too. I do it every three days for the fox mount. But the thing is you're still getting four hundred and fifty rep every time you do it. Mm -hmm. That is completely wasted. And I also did the Kirin Tor emissary quest the other day, and just looking at all of the you know tokens for for uh, reps that I maxed out on didn't feel good either. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm guessing that this is the system they were talking about because I know people asked about you know, hey, can we make these rep tokens BOA? They made most of the rep tokens. They made the 250 rep tokens from the order hall BOA. But they didn't do that to the same to the big 1500 or the 751 from Kieran Tor. So I'm guessing this is the system they were talking about for, you know, doing something. Um, yeah, so I know that they do have some major things going on right now. I know the current PTR pe uh, testing schedule is kind of focused on one thing in particular couple of things in particular chris do you happen to know any of those yeah so um the primary testing focus for the current ptr build which was released what was it two days ago yesterday yesterday so that was friday uh this uh, this build is focusing primarily on the demon assaults as well as general stability for the game just to make sure that it's not crashing every time that it zones in the things that are there available for testing are primarily the transmog item sets uh, the tab targeting improvements, uh, as well as visual upgrades for hunters, demon hunters, balance changes for druids, and of course the demon assaults. So if you do want to try out them, jump onto the PTR. You can install it via your Battle.net client. If you don't have a PTR account, go onto the Battle.net website, go onto your account and just add a PTR. It's there. It's very simple to do. Jump on, transfer your tunes over, and test it. And as Kevin said, it's one hundred percent free. As long as you have an active subscription. As long as you have an active subscription, you can jump on and test whatever content is there. Yeah, so that's that's just some really interesting stuff. Yeah, you know, for those of us who don't know, who might not know how to get into the PTR, Chris just gave you a pretty good rundown on how to do that. Um, the only other thing that they're currently uh, doing is da 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 seven point two the big deal for a lot of people is going to be flying in legion Woo! Yay! Yay! Woo! Woo! just sounds so excited i hate flying <laughs> I, I love flying i hate flying i'm in the middle of the road so you know we, we cover the whole spectrum we, yeah we got a great spectrum here we got we got we, we, we i i'm just i'm firmly in the middle i like i like it for the ease but you know i also do realize that they do spend a lot of time building these ground level worlds and i like to experience them so like, i would like to just point out when wrath of lich king first came out like before when that pre-patch hit and it introduced achievements i got explorer for every fucking continent except northward because that's all i do is just explore every nook and cranny of every fucking continent possible 
You and flying are... takes away from that. Yeah, and it does. But that, that that's the thing. That's why they they the last few the last few expansions they've you know limited flying in the early parts of it just so people can experience the ground level. Um, where they do do a lot of their work on you know building a vibrant world. Um, so for those of you interested in learning a little bit about flying, there it is going to be. Uh, there is a new Pathfinder achievement that is going to be added. It's going to be Broken Isles Pathfinder Part 2. Um, that, in combination with Broken Isles Pathfinder Part 1, is going to grant you flying. Uh, it's mostly going to be related to exploring the Broken Shore, uh, starting the uh, Legion Fall campaign, which is going to be sort of this Isle of Queldanas slash Molten Front kind of deal. Which I'm very excited for. I love the Isle of Queldanas. Yeah, uh, Defender of the Broken Isles, which is going to be quests in that area, if I remember correctly, or the yes. invasions, I don't remember. Uh, and then Legion Fall Commander, which is going to be related specifically to the uh, more to the uh, the area campaign that you do in Breaching the Tomb. So it's going to yeah. be about raising buildings and uh, building your army. The good thing about this achievement is that it still keeps the other zones relevant with the Defender of the Broken Isles, because you mm -hmm. have to do the Legion Assaults. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it still keeps all the zones relevant. And there's going to be a new reputation to grind called the Armies of the Legion Fall. Yep. Armies uh, of the Legion Fall. Armies of the Legion Fall, yep. So that's going to be our new arm in 7.2. It's going to be the one that's going to be tied mostly in uh, with the Legion Fall campaign in Which, the Broken Shore. If people don't know what the Armies of Legion Fall is, it's essentially the every single order hall combined into one. Yep. You are you are the leaders of the Armies of Legion Fall. Correct. It's going to continue that wonderful class fantasy and this wonderful that we've been building up through this whole expansion that you know you have been chosen as the leader of your respective faction and then now you've been chosen as the leader of the of the army i wanted to say garrison for a second there I was, uh, you know, but here's the thing how are the death knights going to react to the power paladins going to react to death knights because have you have you done the death knight campaign? yes i have not done the death knight uh play through but i know exactly what those scaly fuckers did to us so uh <laughs> so, <laughs> Can we can we can we talk, can we talk about it a little bit? Just we, like five minute spoiler. Go okay. ahead. I I'm I'm fine with that. Spoiler you can alert. talk a little bit about that. Uh, okay. so spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert for the Death Knight Order Hall campaign. If you haven't done it, skip ahead five minutes. Okay. They tried to resurrect Tyrion Forging from the dead to use them as their fourth horseman. Yeah. What the those, fuck are the paladins gonna do to them? Those undead sons of bitches can go fuck themselves. Okay. Uh, yes, I used a bad word there, but they can go to hell. All right. They tried they to break. Go to hell. They can die. They can. They can. They they deserve to die, and they deserve to burn in hell. Um. So those sons of bitches decided that they needed four new horsemen, and they resurrected some really interesting uh player, uh, some really interesting the NPCs. Yeah. The uh, first three are amazing. So um, you've go got uh, Sally Whitemane, who is uh, Confessor Whitemane from uh, Scarlet, uh, Scarlet Monastery. Monastery. I mean, uh, Sally Whitemane. Who you How also see back <laughs> so Whitebane is also she's also seen in a couple of other places in the game uh, but her main uh, focus was on Scarlet Monastery uh, where you kill the bitch uh, real easily twice now um, yeah. So 
we've got all these different horsemen. Yeah, those sons of bitches tried to resurrect her. And the paladins and the priests fight them sons of bitches off. They can go to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, you so, gotta give yeah. them credit. They've got some balls for trying to break into the paladin order hall to get well, Tyrion's body. Bolvar can go fuck himself. All right? Bolvar can go to hell. That, that's, Bolvar that's can go how. to hell and he can die. Bolvar can go to hell. The new, the, 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 the fire king, whatever the hell he wants to call himself. I'm, I'm just done with it. Screw Death Knights. They can go to hell. Screw their stuff. Then we're going to jump ahead just a little bit because we could spend, we could spend an hour just sitting here bitching and moaning at each other about how much we hate Death Knights yeah. and how much you love Death Knights. When it comes um, to me, when it comes to me, Gav, lore is everything. We, we, we could talk about it for hours. Yep. So, um, you're going to be getting a lot of this stuff just by you're you're going to be getting flying just by completing the cla- the order hall just by completing the legion fall campaign and just by working on your reps so it's it's something that's going to be focused specifically on the single player experience the uh, and and i really hope mm-hmm. that the rep is going to be like what they've done in legion so far and not like tanan jungle where I need to go grind it for days in order to get the... Um, oh, it's going to be Timbermaw 2.0, except it's going to require yeah. three times as many months. Yeah. Um, um, but, uh, also a point for the flying. It is account-wide. Once you unlock it on one turn, regardless of level, all your turns will get it. So everyone else will be able to fly in Legion if they're still leveling up. Yep, so that's the fantastic part. That uh, Once that happens, I'll actually probably work on my alts. I will probably um, level a lot more as well. Yeah, I agree. Yep. So that's going to kind of cover most of what we wanted to talk about today. I know we've gone a little bit over uh, a little bit over time, uh, but uh, so this week's challenge for y'all is going to be preparing for the content patches. Uh, and this is going to be more of a future kind of thing that we don't have really big content patches coming anytime soon. But one of the things you can do is always check to see if your add-ons are up to date. Very often, add-on authors will use PTR data and they'll push a beta update right before a content patch goes out, and then they'll push the live update right after the content patch goes out to make sure that the that the beta version is still working correctly. Um, Keep up with your patch notes. It's super easy. There's a lot of aggregator websites out there. You have Wowhead. You have MMO Champion. You have a lot of other sites. They'll keep you up to date. Um, pay attention to some of the like the new little things that pop up about your classes. Um, and just get ready to start gearing. Gearing is fun. Gearing is fun as hell. Have some fun. Go do something and go pick up some gear. Uh, gentlemen, do y'all have anything else you wanted to add? Uh, Blizzard Watch. They're a great website. Blizzard Watch is fantastic. Yes, it is. Yeah, and I was also going to say that the PTR patch notes are going to update frequently. So, you know, keep an eye on updates that are coming for PTR and just, you know, st- see what changes. Let's not have a repeat of 715. Let's not have a repeat of Warriors no. and 715. No. <laughs> I, where the anguished rage could be heard miles around. Non-gamers could hear the anguished rage. Yes, oh. they could indeed. One other thing that I wanted to add about the add-ons, um, mm-hmm. get the Curse client to, uh, and it's called Curse Voice now, or they kind of merge. It's just the it's just Curse, curse now. app. Um, but a lot of people weren't using that because you know, back in the day it used to get hacked a lot or something. But it's actually a really good tool to keep your add-ons updated, um, and it will tell you when there's add-on updates. Um, after seven one five, there was a ton of add-ons that needed to be updated. I went through and updated them there. Um, so just keep an eye on that to see if any of your um, add-ons need updating. 
Yeah. All right. Well, folks, I think that's going to cover most of our show for this week. Uh, to talk to us at any point in time during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Azeroth CTC. Mr. Kevin over here is at SwingCat, S-W-I-N-G-K, that's a K-A-T. And Chris is uh, going to be a car at Akari underscore mag, A-K-A-R-I underscore M-A-G. And I myself am at Gavril underscore E-T-G-A-V-R-I-I-L. That is two I's underscore E-T. Um, if you'd like to find us in game, we're going to be on the Dollaran server and the chat channel is going to be A-C-T-C. You can also email us at the show at any point at AzerothCTC at gmail.com. Folks, that is going to end this show this week. You all have yourselves a fantastic week and go get some goddamn gear. Woo! Take it easy. <laughs>